0: Welcome, mamas, to the Simply Whole Moms podcast, where we talk all the real stuff. Real life, real food, with real moms. And we promise, no BS. I'm Kara, a certified nutritionist
1: and backyard chicken owner. I'm Nicole, espresso lover and clean beauty junkie. We've been friends for 17 years. We've gone from being babies to raising babies. And together, we're the Simply Whole Moms. Nicole, can you guess what that is? Um, I gonna guess it's a Waterloo Sparkling Water. It is, because
0: there's nothing oh. more real-life mom life
1: <laughs> than that sparkling water. Funny. Okay, if you could have made a perfect soundbite for that, like, that was it right there. That was amazing. <laughs> I know what I'm
0: doing. I know how to open a sparkling water. What flavor That's do you awesome. think it is?
1: Okay, I'm going to go with either a black cherry or a lime. Wrong! Wrong. all of it it's all wrong dang strawberry. it strawberry see that's my favorite but I feel like those were kind of hard to find so I didn't know I know I made a special trip to Whole Foods for it
0: okay I did well then I never sure have that strawberry
1: Yes, so you're right I never have it mm-hmm. it's delicious
0: it is and it makes my strawberry mojitos oh Fresh yeah the box. Mm-hmm.
1: that's right you need that extra little punch of strawberry in there
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's awesome well, are we, water, are, you,
1: are we a Waterloo ad now?
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty much just a walking ad for sparkling water and dry <laughs> shampoo. Is.
1: Well, I'm glad I like it now because I used to hate it. And now you can give me a topo and a lime and I'm like happy forever. Oh, yeah. Me too. I agree. Mm-hmm. Our
0: friends do this thing. Guy friends of ours, they do this thing called ranch water that's yeah. just topo, chico, tequila, and lime juice. Yep. And yeah, I
1: actually think it tastes good, which is kind of crazy. No, I've heard of that. I feel like Scott did some variation of that, but like with whiskey, which that just sounds gross. Well, yeah, whiskey anything is too much because I drank too much of that in college.
0: having some bad memories. (laughs) I have an aversion to that now. This just shows how much like I had my sense of identity was messed up Is I drank whiskey because I thought guys liked that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Embarrassing? Well, I don't know kind
0: of why of I'm admitting that to you, but
1: well, you, I think you've told me that before, and I feel like that's not super uncommon in college. Is you get like the you don't want to get the girly drink because you want to be like I'm, I'm a I'm a girl's yeah. dude. Like I'll take a seven and seven. A, girl.
0: a guy's <laughs> girl. Yeah, I'll take a seven and kind of seven. Like I'm so cool or something. And now I'm like whiskey's the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted in my life. That beer, I hate beer. I used to do shots because I was like,
1: oh. I'm cool and I was just you so thick
0: I was just telling someone about my bachelorette party and how you were way more drunk than I was because all night long I just kept handing you my drink my shots yes I'd be yes, like oh, did. Nicole
1: did it it's the same thing <laughs> it was not my finest evening although we had a really good time with Bobby Limo who drove no, us around San Antonio fun. That's where the story
0: started. Is they were like, "What's your favorite memory from your bachelorette party?" And I was like, "Being in the drive-through in a limo at Taco Cabana, <laughs> ordering like,
1: out the two window o'clock in the morning or something crazy. <laughs> oh, man, that was the best, best night ever. We sound right now kind of like we had fun in college, and I really was not fun in college. Yes, so, were.
0: yes, you <laughs> well, were."
1: But, like, Scott and I dated the whole time. It's not like we were out doing all these glamorous things. I went out, like, twice and had shots. So I hope I don't don't And both of them were
0: probably with me. (laughs)
1: Yes? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I was a terrible
0: influence. I was a terrible influence.
1: Barbie, (laughs) if
0: you are listening to this, I've always been a good influence on Nicole. (laughs)
1: Yes. She has. She would believe that. She would believe that.
0: I don't know. I don't know. We are way off topic right now. We,
1: we have water this episode. Yeah, we do. Let's get to
0: it. What's our mission, Kara? Well, this is actually, this is kind of sad news, but this is actually our closing episode for the summer. Wah, wah. So yeah. we're going to take a break for the summer. Basically, I don't know how many of y'all even know this, but me and Nicole are pretty much full time stay at home moms. Like we have. A little bit of school coverage, not a ton for our kids at differing times than each other, of course. Right? Not at the same time ever. (laughs) Yep. So, so yeah, now that summer's happening, we're really going to have, you know, we're going to be full time stay at home moms 100% of the time. So, we're just going to take a break and be with our kiddos and get re inspired
1: and yeah, Yeah, pick back up this fall. Well, and we're excited too this summer. We're going to highlight some of our favorite episodes, or not favorites, just ones that we like, either we liked or got a lot of feedback about. Um, So we'll kind of bring those back up throughout the summer. So we won't leave you completely hanging. Right. Okay, (laughs) Nicole, tell me what your favorite part
0: of doing the podcast is. Uh,
1: Can I tell you that so much has surprised me about podcasting? Um, I... It has reactivated this part of my brain that I forgot existed. Does that sound really dramatic? Um, I mean, a little it's bit. Like, it's like I, like I was always like – a I loved school because I loved having like oh, a project. project to work on and like do – I loved to study. Like Scott used to in high school, he'd be like, you're in the zone. Like you're just like you are at yeah. school, you're studying, you're doing your thing. And I feel like once I had kids, not their fault at all. Life just shifts like 100%. And it it turns into a different type of thinking. You're thinking still, but it's like (laughs) at the end of the day, your brain for a lot of things like adult conversation or things I'm interested in kind of turned to mush a little bit or they did for me for a couple of years. And I kind of feel like this just like sparked my my brain again. And I feel like I can think – creatively again and um, find things that I'm interested in and like talking to so many different people like actual adults like made me realize how often I don't do that during the day um, in general so that that has been shocking like just the fact that I feel like I'm using my brain in a different way again like not the mom brain and not a negative mom brain either just like you know, managing snacks and schedules and bedtimes and all that stuff. It's like, oh, we've got to figure out how to work um, an online application and edit in GarageBand and do all these cool things that I forgot I knew how to do. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, Yeah. and it's,
0: it's interesting too, like, even having the podcast as an outlet, like, the kids are still the priority. So, I mean, there's been plenty of times where we've had to cancel or postpone or move because a kid's sick or something a class party came up at school or whatever it's like even though we have an out, outlet we still have to fight for mm-hmm. it because yeah. like it's just it isn't the number one priority our, our families are and so
1: totally.
0: it, it, like we could very easily just like even the decision this summer it's like you know you were putting the family first and we still have to like fight to use that part of our brain and to, and I think that goes for like all moms. Like you have to fight for your girl time. You have to fight for your, but not like in a negative way, just like, in a, no. like you, you can't just give up. Like if someone says no one time, like you can't just give up. Like there's so many things that are pulling you in different directions. You have to keep trying.
1: Right. Well, and I found too, that I was, my quote, downtime was being sp- Like now, I'm spending quote downtime doing this, which is actually super like fun and engaging, versus like I still scroll Instagram, don't get me wrong, but like um, it's in it. I feel like it's in a different capacity now. I'm like taking Mm -hmm. that downtime. And whereas before I was like, oh, I don't have time, I don't have time to do these things that I want to pursue. Now I'm like, actually, I do. Like, you can just right. work in that that margin. I've heard people talk about that before, and you find mm-hmm. the margin within your day where it's like, okay, well, and like tonight, you were just sitting here waiting on me for 20 minutes while my daughter had to go to the bathroom before bed. <laughs> like, right. it's like, okay, give me that extra 20 minutes. What can I, what can I knock out? And right, it's I, I like that idea of fighting for it. Um, that's cool. And yeah, I don't take that in a negative way at all. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Very so cool.
0: I would say my biggest thing, I think, like, my theme for this year with the podcast was overcoming. And, like, I feel like so many of the stories we heard are of people just overcoming different things. That's and good. it, like, it, it really, like, and even just watching you, Nicole, is, like, you've gone through so many health things over the last... <laughs> you know, however long,
1: you know, that's a little more
0: close, close to home than the people we interviewed. But it's just like, I think there's just so much of me that like, will fight for so long, and then just throw in the towel or whatever, on certain things, if I don't see Mm -hmm. results. And like, this has been a full almost year project, where, you know, we've started really small and, had, you know, very few people listening and it's just grown and grown and grown. and like having to like stick with it, like just across the board, like, overcoming. And I mean, we've interviewed people who've overcome like near death experiences. And it's just so cool to me that like, I don't, the Lord's there in all of it, you know? Yeah. Like that, like that, like even like like you know a lot of the interviews we got to do people are through it they're on the other side that's why how they're able to like pull the rest of us to be with them and I don't know I guess I want the podcast and I want us to be like we've always said from the beginning we want to encourage moms but like like and I said this on our interview with Val Marie that like like pull me with you like if you're overcoming, if you're ahead, like drag me. If and I would love for the podcast to do that for people. Like drag them out of darkness, drag them through health issues, drag them through, you know, terrible dinner experiences with their families every evening. Like whatever it is to like keep helping people overcome, that mm. would be I guess my biggest why, lesson.
1: Why are you going make me cry right now? Like that's <laughs> it's like, really that's not hard. So- thought-provoking you're over here like I'm overcoming and I was like my brain works now okay wow Um, oh I mean you're
0: even your brain working like the fact that you're even saying that with the year you've had like that's huge like you have had a year that like I wouldn't I mean I didn't even enjoy like any part of watching it happen like it was awful just even trying to watch it so, like the fact that you're even saying, "Yeah, I was flexing a different muscle, and this was an outlet for me, like when you've been walking through such True. darkness, like how cool is that that, like you've been providing content and encouragement in like so many different ways to women all year long while you've been going through what you've been going through.
1: I mean, that's overcoming right there at its best. This is good. I like this. I, we should have had this talk like six months ago. I love this overcoming. That's like, oh, thank you for sharing yeah. that. That's You're good. Welcome. You're That's welcome. you Super good. So, do you have any favorites that you remember? Or, I mean, I, they're all my favorites because anytime people take. <laughs> Forty-five minutes to an hour out of their day to talk to us. I was just super grateful. It is Um, kind of funny
0: to me still that people are willing to do that.
1: I'm like, oh, really? Okay, cool. I know. And like move schedules and do stuff. And I feel like people kind of took a chance on us in some of our interviews.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: Uh, Yeah. Um, So what were some of your standouts? So I I would say like –
0: there were quite a few girls that we had on the podcast that like spoke really openly about their faith. Val, who I already mentioned, um Allie was one of the early episodes, and Jenna Bishop, they all just kind of they talked about their faith and like all of them like I was saying, like overcame something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jenna talks like very openly about her multiple miscarriages, and Allie talked about having cancer right at the point where she's marrying, you know, her husband and wanting to start a family and the journey through infertility and all of that. And I don't know those stories. Something about like after we have those conversations, it takes me a few days to kind of like process. Yeah. Like, just the willingness of people, like I was saying, to, like, I'm through the other side and, like, I will drag you. Like, if you're in this darkness, like, I will relive this painful story so that, like, I can pull you out of it is really cool to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's huge. Mm-hmm. That's huge. I love that. Well, and I think, too, it was interesting to take, because, um, like, some people we talked to, we knew personally, like, you right. know, Jenna, um, and then and what I was thinking of specifically were like Amber and then um, mm-hmm. Moana villages. These were like two Amber with the shine on run and Moana villages is an adoption. Um, I guess agency, is that what they call themselves? Um, or like a, they're, they're redoing adoption basically in the Congo and ethical. Adoption. I have, yeah, ethical adoption. Thank you. I have a friend who's going through it right now with them and it just was really cool to be able to like touch on, Like people's stories in our own lives, like to hear that from Jenna, to hear that from Amber, to hear that from Moana and my friend's family. Like, it just was crazy to like dive into those stories too and see like where that took us um, locally and like internationally. Super cool. Oh, yeah.
0: I, yeah, I don't, you know, there are like parts of, you know, my life and my past that I'm comfortable sharing and talking about. And then there are just parts that I'm not yet, and yeah. I think it's really cool that like, like for Amber, for example, like the, her story of losing her twins. I mean that I don't know that I would ever be able to talk about it. Like,
1: and it's mm-hmm.
0: just you know what it is. It's bravery.
1: Yeah, because it's like yeah. the
0: willingness to like be vulnerable and to re-enter those emotions just for the chance. That it would help somebody else and like they don't like it's not like we're having these big dramatic conversations where we talk these things through before like they're just walking into it they're just getting on the computer and just being like hey I'm willing to tell you about you know my walk with breast cancer and how it almost killed me like and I'm like that's so cool that God has healed you that much like that you can do that I don't know
1: That's true I really am going to get emotional sitting here talking about all this because we've talked to some amazing people. <laughs> we have.
0: And it is, you you—you know, there's a lot of this. It's like a little bit of a grind. Like every week sure. you need to release a new episode or we want to release a new episode. And it's hard to feel like, you know, every conversation is unique and different and, you know, a different totally. perspective. So. I don't know here at the end of basically this first year, it is kind of crazy to look back and just be like, "Wow, you
1: yeah. know yeah, we
0: really did have some really neat conversations.
1: Then you and I had some fun ones about things like diva cups. <laughs> that might <laughs> be one of my favorite days sitting at my kitchen table to say around? that word
0: on the podcast, even to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! Boy. yeah no were fun and it was fun to you know even just kind of there was a lot of healing maybe and just even telling like my story and talking about the things that I'm passionate about at the very beginning
1: when we all started all this oh definitely yeah definitely well and I wanted to tell you something when I was thinking about reflecting on the year like I remember sitting, we were at Whole Foods, right? Outside Mm -hmm. sitting and you're like, I want to do a podcast. And I'm like, okay, like (laughs) what? Like literally there was nothing in me that was like, that's going to happen. And it happened and like we're doing it and it's, do. I just, it was so cool. That was one of the other things I feel like from this year that I've learned is it's like we wanted to have a launch party. We did it. We wanted to have a podcast. We did it. We're blogging. We're doing it. And mm. I just feel like you are really good at, and I say this all the time, you like make stuff happen. Mm. And I think that's fantastic. And I've like learned a lot from you, even though I've known you for so long, I've learned a lot in this year about like how you operate and how I operate. And it's been really cool to watch. Like, I feel like it's been very self-reflective. Mm. yeah. Well, thank, Super thank you. Fun
0: yeah it is, is I, a yes, <laughs> <laughs> Love uh, yes I, I i do remember that night i was like nervous really <laughs> yeah i was i like morgan knew what i was going to do like i'm going to ask nicole to do a podcast with me because i i guess in my head i saw all this and so it was like important to me that you said yes Right. And I knew there right. was nothing I could do to make you say yes. Like, you know, I was going to throw it out there and I was going to see what you said, which you immediately were like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you so no excited way. to be with me. Yeah. I'm like, yes, with you. <laughs> I don't uh-huh. want to deal with anybody else. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Man.
1: That's crazy. You had I on your little best. theory,
0: your little theory coffee shop tank top.
1: My tank top, my fangirl yeah. tank top. And we oh were boy. like
0: thinking we were so cool eating like granola crunchy snacks. Or, like veggie
1: sushi outside on the patio yeah. with the yeah. ministers going. Yeah, oh we boy. thought we were cool. We thought we
0: were we cool. Did. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. <laughs> so okay, what's your favorite episode? You didn't answer that question.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Hmm. I feel like I have quite a few. One that really struck me, um, and I actually was even thinking about it last night during bedtime with my children, was Laura from Moms on Call. Yeah. Um, And how she – first of all, she spoke beautifully. Like she was just super graceful and eloquent in everything she said. So sweet. And she just had a lot of really awesome wisdom. And I remember she talked about kind of captivating bedtime and like making it something that like works for your family. Because I basically was like, it's a show every night around here. Like no matter – Who's calm, who's upset? Like something always goes off the rails. Um right. and last night I put the girls' bed by myself and it was brilliantly beautiful, the best thing that's ever happened. It was amazing. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I like stepped away from that and I was like, okay, that feeling that I just had right there. It's not that I did anything right or they did anything right. It's just that it worked and like I want to get there again. So it was right. like we this right. How do we do this again? And so I just went back to kind of what Laura said about like routines and establishing things and expectations. And, um, that, that interview is one that I remember like specific things, like word for word that she said. Right. So it was pretty special.
0: Yeah. I, I remember that too. Like that. I remember her talking about bedtime and just, that is one of my, like when it goes well, which it doesn't all the time, like you're saying, but that's one of my favorite times with the kids. And we just had a bedtime like that where they're like praying, you know, and just like sweet little conversation about their day and cuddling. And it's like, it's just the best thing ever. And I like totally lingered in bed because I was like,
1: "Yeah, I'm just going to
0: enjoy this, which was from Val, actually, um, where I was like, I'm going to like live in the joy of this. Like, I'm just going to sit here and not feel like I need to rush being you know them being in bed like I'm just gonna let them chatter and pray and everything yeah so, yeah, yeah, I hear definitely. you channel, channeling the podcast guests in uh-huh. the day-to-day
1: life yeah, yeah I feel I like guess. the Val
0: episode I've channeled a lot
1: yes I agree with that as well in her book in general is like rocking my world right now pretty good. say the name of it grumpy mom takes a holiday which I call myself a grumpy mom even before that came out and I was like oh my gosh this is for me (laughs) I'm
0: excited to start it for the book club yes I
1: know we got to get that going we're gonna do that this summer
0: yeah I it'll be really fun a lot of my friends have been really impacted by her book but even just our short conversation with her was was very impactful to me and I love what she had to say about prayer and just something that I am always trying to improve on is prayer. And I just love what she had to say about that.
1: Yeah, that was really good. That was a hard one to get nailed down because we kept having technological difficulties. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. We rescheduled multiple times. and we.
1: It was one of those that like – this has happened a couple of times where I'm like, is there some reason we're like being – like worked against at this moment. Like, what is happening right now? <laughs> like, oh,
0: yeah, there's one that um, I'm trying to record for this fall. Um, Marriage after God is their book, yeah. and I, it's literally be- been a total disaster trying to get it scheduled. And I'm like, there's a part of me that just wants to throw in the towel and be like, never mind, we're not doing this episode. But right. at some point, you're like, nope, there's a reason this is so difficult. I'm gonna have to keep
1: overcoming, oh, right. Nicole. Okay. You're overcoming, Kara. <laughs> it's like Jenna's episode we recorded and I went back and listened to it and our mics were like all bouncing off each other and you couldn't oh, yeah. understand anything and I was like I was in tears cuz I was like I ruined it. You our fixed internet. it though. You I fixed did. it. How it did you do that? I googled and I like pushed a bunch of buttons in GarageBand. <laughs> that is happened. that is an example of something that I have learned about
0: you. That was during working with this. You're like, I'll learn how to edit the podcast. Okay, Carrie, you don't need to learn how to edit it and I'll just do all the editing and you can do the other stuff, which there's like not very much other stuff. And I'm like, okay, fine, Nicole. Like I should have pushed back then, but I didn't. Then here you go getting hospitalized (laughs) twice. (laughs) And, And there's like I'm like I guess I'm gonna have to learn how to edit this podcast this week because oh man and you, you did it you know what you did giver. you're such a you, giver
1: oh well you overcame I'm but, an
0: overcomer Nicole
1: right um, we're I'm also we're also hinting at like Enneagram things too which that was one of my favorite episodes yes Beth McCord the Enneagram coach that was a really yes. fun one she was a wealth of knowledge. I actually think we should have her back and do some on, like, relationships and stuff like that.
0: Oh, um, yeah. she. You know, she's doing an event. What is her name oh, again? The something. Uh, your
1: Enneagram coach.
0: Your Enneagram your- coach. Yeah. She is doing an event in Austin for couples.
1: Oh, yeah. You told me this. We should go.
0: Yeah. Well, not together. <laughs>
1: Not no with our spouse.
0: With our respective spouses. Correct. <laughs> our work spouse. oh, oh, that was great. We should go. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: our relationship.
0: No, it's some guy is doing it with her who's some kind of specialist in something, like relationship counseling or something. Okay. Cool. It, it sounds like a really cool event. And apparently you get like a bunch of free educational material. That's awesome.
1: That's really
0: that cool. Sense. Um. So yeah, that was a good one. I feel like the Enneagram. We we could do some more stuff on the Enneagram for sure. Do people like the Enneagram? Send us a message if you like the Enneagram.
1: I think some people do. I think some people either like. I go. I go back and forth. I get like six months in, and I'm like into it, digging in, and then I kind of flame out for a little bit, and then I come back. It's kind of like a in and out sort of thing. But when no, you find someone, you
0: have what, never. F- flamed out on. what are you talking about you have been constantly in love with the enneagram from the minute you found it
1: that's true well because it helped me so much like what you were just talking about about being a giver or whatever it's basically a helper is what it's called and it's like so I can actually like talk about it now but when I first learned about it I was like so embarrassed by like I felt like someone was just in my brain like figuring out all of my thoughts and motivations and it was nuts so but I found it so helpful in relating to the people I love the most that it's been just like eye-opening okay so maybe I haven't flamed out
0: but yeah I do feel like you sound like she's flamed out friends (laughs) I
1: guess not no No,
0: I I guess she doesn't sound that
1: way I do know some people who don't really love it, but they're not opposed to it. They just want to know more, which makes sense. Yeah. Maybe guess what their number would be. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know.
0: I think there's, I was just going to say, I think there's a type of person that like really enjoys personality tests. Yes. And then there's a type and I definitely, like that's one of the things I miss the most about corporate America is being reviewed regularly. Mm. Constantly taking personality tests, constantly getting feedback. Like literally, as a mom, I get no feedback ever. Right. You know, well, except for when my child's like, you, mean? "You stink at life." That's
1: about it. Or it calls you a uh, mean mom. How about oh. that one? Ooh, mine aren't That's old enough one. for that yet. Mine I'm sure are. They are. Uh, They're just uh, sweet. <laughs> just be no.
0: no, I don't think Asher would even know. Like to say that. He's told me before, I don't like you right now. Oh, okay. Well, that's, yeah. I guess that's his his way of saying, I'm not crazy about you. And Peyton, my little two-year-old, she says when she doesn't like something that I say, when I tell her no, she says, Mama, say yes.
1: Oh, well, that's really cute.
0: She's, no, I mean, girls got it going on, that's for sure. She's a doll, but I'm like, no, honey. And I told you that the other day she just looked at me like randomly. Um, mommy, I don't want you to tell me no anymore. Oh, she's too, Nicole. She's too. I was like, um, um, what? okay. Uh, I mean, honey, I'm going to, I'm going to have to tell you no, um, again in your life. I was like uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. She's oh, like a little awesome. two year
0: old dictator.
1: I'm like was okay. speaking it into existence. That is she what is. that is. Just randomly. Exactly. I
0: hadn't even told her no recently. Just. Like it was like she was processing that that's what she wants. That's really funny. Lord help me.
1: Yeah, uh, all of us, right? As we yeah. raise these little humans. that yeah. are actually really fun. I The ages of five and three, gosh, that, sorry, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but they, it's been really fun. It's been super, super fun.
0: Yeah, I'm starting to really have fun with their ages right now too, two and four. Like, mm-hmm. like we're really like in a good groove for sure.
1: Mm Mhm, and I'm sure you know I'll fold differently, like in the morning.
0: Yeah, but right now, (laughs) (laughs) oh man, we just took ours to the beach for Memorial Day,
1: like super fun family adventure.
0: In a couch bed together, did I tell you this?
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: It it really was. I mean, it could have been a total disaster, but they're finally getting old enough where like. That even like a disaster isn't is we're still in control of a disaster. You know when they're younger and like they lose it, there's really not a lot you can do. Yes, yes. and so like now at least we're like not control is not the right word, but it's like it can't go totally off the rails. I guess right. There's
1: something that can be redeemed yes. from the situation.
0: Yes, yeah. and so that I don't know what that was, but it just took a lot of pressure off of it for me. Like, this can't go bad. We're at the beach. Like, they're going right. to have fun.
1: Well, and I feel like situations like that where you're just like, hey, we're going to go to the beach and y'all are going to sleep on a sofa bed. Well, like, some of our best times have been when the girls, like, make a pallet wherever we're staying on the floor right. and they sleep together. They right. love it. Like, they right. think it's so fun. And those are some of my best memories from childhood, too, are those, like, random unscheduled
0: <laughs> things. I was going to say sleeping on the floor with your sibling
1: yeah yeah I didn't have that I would I just know. sleep on my parents floor all the time <laughs> uh, I've slept on your parents floor yeah I I was there I didn't uh like to be alone as a child well I was an only child so that was that makes sense I like wanted right. to be in their room all the time right because
0: so. if you had had a sibling you might not have been like that
1: right and I was very scared of thunderstorms and we lived in an area with a lot of thunderstorms so mm-hmm. I would pretty much
0: is that in the tornado belt
1: i i say it is i east texas it's probably not technically but we would get a lot of tornado warnings like hiding in the bathtub with a mattress over us sort yeah, of i only
0: have one memory of it, which is my child as a child doing that and my-, <laughs> my pet bunny rabbit was in the recycling bin with us oh my dad brought it bin. in and oh, like in the, the pantry yeah
1: that's funny. He, like, oh, he, I, my buddy lived in the backyard, and he, like, brought it in. Oh, it was, like, a legit bunny. Oh, yeah. Like, a real, like bunny. a real animal. Yeah. Oh, I'm picturing, like, a stuffed bunny. I'm like, no, okay. no. <laughs> it was, like, in the recycling. Like, he emptied the
0: recycling bin out, put the bunny <gasps> in it, and we're, like, hiding from the tornado. And the bunny's next to me in the recycling bin. That's a sweet dad. Oh, I love that. Is.
1: Both of oh. us have pretty hero like dads we do Mm -hmm. i know we didn't we need to do a shout out to the dads on father's day right i know i I, it is yeah i wouldn't want to be a dad (laughs) mommy's pretty fun yeah i think yeah
0: that is a lot of pressure in this modern society Mm -hmm. a lot of strength Mm -hmm. you have to have to be a dad Mm mm-hmm And I just don't have it. I'm like, I'm going to cry right now. And I'm not going to act like I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Lots of things things are happening right now. and (laughs)
1: I'm
0: sorry. Is there any other episode that you want to highlight?
1: Well, you know, I have more. Um, One of my favorites was because it changed the way I live my life at home day to day is Allison from Branch Basics. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, and see that like clean cleaning products or non-toxic cleaning products were already on my radar and I knew about them, but I just listening to her explain like the science behind it, the, like how much effort they put into it and how like mm. meticulously they crafted their product. I was like, I'm sold. And like, since we hung up with her that day, I've been using only, well, pretty much only, I think we've had like some leftover, like stuff from the grocery store but that's gone now um like only branch basics okay. in my house for like everything and I've been mm-hmm. like shocked I've gotten all kinds of stains stuck on mm-hmm. junk like it's mm-hmm. uh it's revolutionized my, my life goodness. at home
0: I agree yeah. I, I've it's done the same been, thing I don't have anything anymore other than yeah. uh, I do still have toilet boy cleaner see it. i think
1: that's one we have lingering because i yes. have someone i do have someone who helps me every two weeks clean and she really likes that toilet bowl cleaner and i'm having a hard time letting yeah. it go for her <laughs> yeah mine's
0: like bright orange and smells like i mean it smells awful it has some terrible yeah. i'm like this maybe is bad. but i'm gonna let's
1: it. challenge each other and this summer we'll like kick our toilet bowl cleaner uh-huh. what do you think Let's do it.
0: I need to look up on their website how to clean a toilet with branch basics. I oh, use got branch basics. I know. I just don't. I need to see. Because they have really good tips. Like yes. how to clean. I had like a pan that was pretty much ruined. Do you remember that? I posted yes. that on Instagram. And they had so many good tips on how to do that on their, on their little uh, user oh, guide. And that's how I figured out how to do that.
1: I'm doing that with a pan right now that we like oh, really? put under sweet potatoes in the oven and it like uh-huh. crusted over. Yep. <laughs> yep. Do you have the oxygen boost? I do. It's working. I let yeah, it sit yeah. overnight and I woke up and it looked almost mm-hmm. brand new. Mm-hmm. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. I need to do it on all my pans, but I've just done it on the one I use the most. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, I agree. That was a really good episode. And I liked as similarly the episode about beauty with Bethany from Primarily Pure like just yes. really hearing like experts in those areas because in my head it makes sense to me like oh I shouldn't be like even like that toilet bowl cleaner I have a headache after I clean the toilet most of the times so like it doesn't right. last for forever but my head does hurt immediately after and so and you know same with beauty products it makes sense that deodorant that's full of chemicals isn't good for me, but it's just nice to hear these people who are like experts kind of explain the craft, right? Yeah, same with Milpain, been, the girl from oh, Cook, Cook Smart, Jess. That was super helpful. Like, I'm like, you are legit an expert
1: at yeah. this, and, and it's fun to hear how they build their story too. I think that's mm-hmm. so fascinating.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, super cool.
0: It's been a good I love it. It's been a good run. We've had a good go, right? A yeah, Well, we're not done. We're not done. We're making it sound like we're done. No. We're not done. We'll be back next done. year, and we're working on all kinds of, I mean, cool stuff, y'all, because you know me. We've got to go bigger. Go bigger. Go home. Kara yeah. gets it done. That's what she does. <laughs> we got to go bigger than we did last year, so. That's our plan. Um, we're having, uh, what is, I guess we need to name it, but it's not going to be a launch party because we're not launching. But I,
1: Well, and so my mom was like, oh, is it an anniversary party? I'm like, well, we're not married. Like, I don't.
0: You <laughs> don't <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to perpetuate the couple situation. So, yeah. I know, right. Yeah. Um,
1: um, I don't know what we're calling it. An, an annual celebration yeah. party? <laughs> I don't know. A birthday party? Can we call it a birthday
0: party? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a birthday party. It's a birthday party. That's exactly what it is. Nicole, We're so smart at at 9 o'clock after a day of being up for a great day, I say, early in the morning. Hyped up on Waterloo. (laughs) Yeah. Who chocolate?
1: Uh, Uh,
0: Yeah, we're having a birthday party, August 1st, which is when we had our launch party last year. Um... So that's the next time you'll hear from us and we'll
1: have we have all kinds of good stuff already in the pipe. So. Yeah, we're excited. And yeah. thank you. If you have tuned in once, twice, multiple times, I'm always shocked and I don't know why, but like, I just, every time someone's like, Oh, I just listened to one of your episodes. I literally like my jaw drops and I'm like, you did. <laughs> like- I get embarrassed. I'm like, did I say something stupid? I do too. I'm always like, which one was it? And what did I say? And but I always it, love it when they're like, it's when Nicole did. I'm like, oh, good. Give me your honest <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Tell me exactly what you liked and didn't like. No, but it's, been, it's been really cool. It's been humbling. And it's been like, um, a, like I said earlier, a great like learning experience about even myself. It's mm-hmm. just been cool. Oh, yeah. It's been... Not self centered but <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's been it's been an opportunity for sure to talk to some amazing people and yeah just I like and I know you feel the same way because we've talked about this but I consider it like like a, a true honor that like people would even want to hear from from us I really do totally and totally. If totally. like, nothing else, I just want moms to know that like, I'm in it with them and you're in it with them. Like we're mm-hmm.
1: here and we're just, you know, doing this together. And yeah, yeah. one of the things I, I love too, and one of my friends always reminds me of this when we're like texting, but <laughs> she'll, she'll go, remember, Nicole, no BS. And I'm like, oh, you're so right. There's no BS. And oh, I really God. do value that. And think that that's super important in a community of moms. Right. Oh, yeah. Because I don't have time for that.
0: Right. No. (laughs) I agree. Well, and and when someone, and I actually heard this on another podcast today, but, like, when someone uses their words to make me feel insecure and to Mm -hmm. make themselves feel better, like, that's what, and, like, Like, we can all relate to that because we've all done it. And it's something that I try really hard not to do on the podcast and in my personal life. And it's really, since, you know, making that promise kind of at the beginning, it's really opened my eyes to, to that. And, like, seeing it happen to me and catching myself doing it to other people. Like, that's just, like, a nasty part of humanity in a lot of ways. Just the like if I say this, I'm gonna feel better about myself, even though you may not feel great about yourself. And so yeah, it is really important to me that yeah, that people listening know that like we're not we're not here to to judge or to say right or wrong. We're just we just wanna share encouraging stories and different perspectives with everybody.
1: And overcoming.
0: And overcoming. We just want you to overcome. Yeah. Overcome <laughs> that poopy diaper that you have to change in the airport. Overcome. Oh, God. Overcome. I don't that think I've ever done
1: vicious.
0: that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I changed one literally in the airplane, blowout in the airplane, had uh-huh. to walk back with Asher just in a diaper. And everybody on the airplane knew what happened. Because, like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm walking down the aisle and they can see it and smell it. And then I'm walking back. And, like, I literally just threw the onesie away in the airplane bathroom.
1: This is why we don't fly. This don't is why My family does not fly. Don't do it. It's, it really is awful. It's getting better now that they're older.
0: But, man, I will tell you, we have had some experiences. I, the last time I flew, it's been a while. The last time we flew with both the kids, I actually got the flu. Oh. on the flight home no. I didn't know it was the flu until the next morning but I was sick as a dog on the
1: flight that's terrible. terrible my pain was like six months old and it was bad oh my gosh well guess what you overcame and here you are Kara I overcame
0: you know what
1: I, I really do like to it tell became. you,
0: if you are about to fly with your kids it will end you will overcome mm-hmm.
1: Amen. Our I goodness. like that.
0: <laughs> this too will stuff. pass. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, I'm kinda sad to sign off, but I I'm know. proud of it I'm win proud win. of you, Nicole. I'm proud
1: of you. I'm proud of you. Thanks. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of everyone listening. This is so great. Yep. This is <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am proud of all of our guests for sure. Totally. Yeah. Definitely. And thanks again. And I guess we'll see you, what, in the fall? Is that when yep. we're coming back? We'll okay. see you August 1st. Sounds good. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review so other moms like you can find us.
0: You can find our blog at simplyhomemoms.com and we are all over the internet on Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook as Simply Home Moms. We'll be here next Thursday.